This is the Motor Cop Chronicles podcast with the Midweek News. Join your hosts, Iceman and Holstera, two law enforcement professionals ready to offer their unfiltered opinions on the latest news from the world of law enforcement. No filters, no edits. So be warned, the content may be upsetting to some listeners. Sit down and hold up. This may get a little bumpy. Welcome, welcome to the Midweek News on Wednesday. And hopefully the new year will bring uh, less technical difficulties. Well, we are late. <laughs> I had a issue uh, with some passwords and restream, and it was all my fault. I am an idiot. Helps if you use the right email address. Uh, but that's the way it goes. Yeah, shit happens. Austin, I know you smell bacon because bacon is delicious. So, we're going to start <laughs> this shit out. Like and subscribe, share, hit the bell. Uh, used to tell your friends, tell your frenemies, tell your enemies. The only way we're going to grow, if you're listening on audio, you're on Apple. If I give me a five-star, write a good review, I'll read your review. It's been a while since I've gotten any new reviews. Hurts my feelings. Yes, the, oh, ice, the ice man does have feelings. I tried to give you one, but unfortunately it was underneath my company account, and it just says whole stare on it, so it don't look sincere. <laughs> Come on now. Didn't look that great. So, st- start out with the, uh, the first story of the evening. We're going to... Uh, we're going back to Chi-Town because Chirac. it's uh it's always there. I mean, they, they love, I mean, the mayor cannot help, but hit our little news feed here because, uh, she just, she's just really good at fucking up. Look, I put, I got a picture of her. I downloaded for everyone. Did, did you find it? I got this one right here. Gonna be talking about this mayor right here. So, this is what we're gonna do. <laughs> Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. You can see why everybody calls her Beetlejuice. Anyway, this is from. Uh, it's kind of putting Beetlejuice down there. This is from in law enforcement today. Uh, the headline read. The Chicago mayor is upset about plans to hire armed security guards in neighborhoods as crime explodes. Yeah, because, you know, she doesn't have mm-hmm. a fucking security detail, right? Now, her own private security. Yeah. You know, the Democratic Chicago mayor, Lori Lightfoot Beetlejuice, has heard of the Buck Bucktown neighborhood hiring armed security patrols in one of the many crime-ridden areas of Chicago. Lightfoot believes that this is a bad idea and vows that no that no one other than Chicago Police Department will patrol the area. Well, I think if she's you wrong. Let them uh do what uh do let the cops be cops. Maybe we would have this issue. Uh, this is a tweet from you, but uh, you flies around. You can't beg the United States federal government for help and then turn down help from people that are well trained. 
because I'm assuming Chicago has to have a hell of a training regimen for security officers. Good to see you, Jed. And keep running your mouth, Austin. I know where you live, son. I know where you live. <laughs> Just saying. Anyway, this uh, flyest around uh, tweeted, the Chicago neighborhood is deploying an armed private security patrol starting Wednesday in a bid to help deter the rash of crime. The Bucktown Neighborhood Association, in a letter sent to the community, said the armed guard is intended to hire is from P4 Security Solutions. So you got a PlayStation 4 Security <laughs> Solution. Uh, I don't know if that's what that means, but <laughs> anyway. Fuck it, we'll go with it. The residents in Bucktown are saying they are fed the fuck up with the violence they are seeing on their streets daily. And have taken steps to curb carjackings and other violent crimes that have been occurring. Uh, it, it's pretty fucking bad when when a neighborhood has to hire their own armed security people to try to protect their shit. And then the mayor steps in and goes, "Yeah, I don't give a shit." Oh, no, no, she's like, "Oh, y'all can't do that." The neighborhood association has been working with the private security firm to provide armed patrols for the neighborhood at nighttime. They believe that the extra people on the streets watching will cause criminals to look for somewhere else to commit crime. Unfortunately, I don't know if that will actually happen there because I believe they just catch and release or they don't even catch really out there now unless, I don't know, you have to, I don't know, threaten, no, I, threaten a Democrat or, or something like that before they will actually put you in jail. But <laughs> I can tell you it's just going to turn into fucking shootouts. Because, you know, the, the people up there don't even respect the cops. So they're going to have armed security out there, and these dudes are going to walk up with their own gun and just start blasting. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Lightfoot Beetlejuice claims to understand that business owners and residents desire to need to feel safe. Do you? Do you? Do you? Do you really, Beetlejuice? Uh, this woman is a walking <laughs> enigma, dude. She's a... Uh, and she is disturbed at the thought of having armed security guards patrolling the streets, she said. It's because she don't have any power over them. That's why. Yeah. I need to know more about their specific plan and scope. But the patrolling the streets, responding to crime, they're not going to respond to crime. They're basically there as a deterrent. The cops are supposed to respond to the crime. These people aren't responding to crime. They're just there to deter the criminals. Does it say what kind of security firm they are? Are they like those Detroit guys that, uh, <laughs> I hope to you know God what I'm talking not. about? They I show up looking yeah, like a SWAT team? Yeah, they're, they're a joke. I hope to God not. We're not going to start because people can afford it standing up a group of, well, I think I've said enough. There's a slippery slope here, and I'm very concerned about that. Uh, anyway, she, she, you know, she's concerned. Uh, She's expressed her disdain for having armed security patrols in one of her neighborhoods. Uh, well, take better care of your people. I, 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 did she just get reelected, or is that not up yet? No, she just got reelected. They, they just real. I mean, if y'all just reelected this woman, <laughs> she has yet to issue any type of plan to curb the violence, though, uh, which they're seeing spikes in crime in uh chicago but not according to her crime is down uh or the murders or something something's down uh, burglaries down or something no burglary and theft something down y'all just don't arrest people for it so of course the numbers <laughs> look like they're going down 
Yeah, and then whenever they do try to do something, it, God forbid the people know that what they got to do is take off running. Anyway, these armed, armed security guards will be patrolling the north end of the neighborhood. The plan, according to Block Club, is to have the armed security guards patrol the areas between uh, Armagate, Armgate Avenue to North, Damon Avenue to the west, North Avenue, South, and Pauline Street to the east. The patrols will begin at some point in the evening hour, and the shift would last beyond midnight. The move comes as the city has seen over 1,658 carjackings in 2021. That is a shitload of carjacking. Don't seem like a lot for Chicago, though. I, I feel like that number should be a lot higher. Yeah, well, it has increased from a total of 1,300 that was in 2020. Uh, and only 544 during 2019. So it's yeah, it's up. It went up over 300 just over the year. The only so. thing I really hope is that that is like an HOA where they own the area, because if it isn't, then you run into an issue like a logistics problem getting around the neighborhood. Well, it's definitely in a subdivision area. Okay, so uh, it said this neighborhood has reported. 86 carjackings in the area, which is an increase from 53 from last year. Uh, the vice president of PlayStation 4 Security uh, <laughs> put out a statement that the people who his company employee are only, are, are only off-duty police officer, So they are trained. They're off-duty cops that basically got a yeah, side sounds job. Sounds like they're about to get fired. Only off-duty officers are employed at PlayStation 4 and will be handling patrols. Off-duty officers will be present to observe and report. They do not have arrest power. And if a crime is witnessed, they are directed. See, I, I being a, a post-certified cop and I saw something, it'd be kind of hard for me not to slip right back into cop mode. And, yep, you know, bust that ass. Want to do some shit like that. But uh, Anyway, there's a whole nother story underneath. I'm not reading it. Uh, Beetlejuice is uh, not happy. She's she's got that derangement syndrome. There's, she. I love it when she flips out and screams at people and says, "There's no crime in my city." I mean, come the fuck on. There, there, there's no hiding it. Look, ninety percent of the population of America don't live in Chicago. And we all know the crime that Chicago has. Oh, yeah. But anyway, she's mad. It's kind of pathetic that people actually have to pay. <laughs> I'd be mad if I had all that hair and it grew like that, too. <laughs> Off-duty cops to uh, protect them in their neighborhood where they live at. It's, uh, but that's what you get. Keep electing this uh, damn Democrat and that's what the fuck you're going to get. It's like Nancy Pelosi's district. Then she's retiring to Florida. Yeah, she's coming to Florida. Cause she yeah. <laughs> you create a shithole, and then you don't even want to retire there. I I can't get past that. Y'all got better. Uh, well, yeah, we got a better governor. Y'all have better plastic surgeons. Yeah, but unfortunately, that paper straw shit has caught on down here. I want to choke everybody that hands me a paper straw. Oh, really? Halfway through your drink, you're just pretty much sucking up paper paper straws it's so they don't choke the sea turtles or something i don't know uh, well this next story 
Yeah, because you didn't send me that one. I didn't send you that one? Uh uh-uh. uh. I'm pretty The sure. first story I had was patrol issues, then Pittsburgh. Uh, you sure? Because I'm on the messages I sent you, and it's on there. It's all the way at the bottom. We're starting at the bottom going up. Oh. Uh, no, declining traffic. I'm going to talk about I added that one to the end, but the next Higher. one is catch catch and release killers. This is from, from lawenforcementtoday.com. Let me get into it. I just clicked it. Once you said 150 or whatever. All right. Catch and release killers. 150 victims killed by suspects released on bond in a Houston area. Now, wait a minute. Ain't Houston that town that said they ain't going to respond to 911 calls? <laughs> or was that Austin? I don't know. It was one of them. Okay. Houston, Texas. Catch and release. Judges presently on the bench in Harris County have released more than 113 defendants charged with capital murder back onto Houston streets on bond. And more than 150 people have been murdered by accused criminals released on bond. Wow. Capital murder is a big deal. I can't believe they let them back out. Uh, That looks like a Twitter feed. Fox 26 reported that liberal judges have allowed more than 50,000 accused felons out of prison under liberal reforms. The local news outlet pointed out that capital murder is the most egregious offense in Texas criminal code, I would think so, which has a mandatory sentence of life imprisonment or the death penalty, the news outlet wrote. Well, once them sons of bitches are in jail, don't let them out. Because if I knew that I was never getting out once I went back into the system, I'm gone. I ain't coming back. I mean, there ain't no bigger flight risk than that. Uh, let's see. In all, more than 50,000 accused felons have benefited from the catch and release philosophy of the criminal justice uh, perpetrated by the current crop of Democrat reform judges. Wow. Looks like it bounces into a few Twitter feeds and stuff like that. Yeah, but that's pathetic. I, but you agree with me, right? I mean, if, if you're sentenced to life or death, why the fuck are you going back to court? I'm finding every which way I can to get out of the United States and hide for the rest of my life. Well, most criminals, I mean, you've been in court. I've been to court lots. How many people that are out on uh, stuff, then they just... Don't show up. Yeah. No shows. It's like, yeah, I'm not going to come. They're going to have to come find me. And when they come find them, then people are going to be sitting there with a machine gun and gun a bunch of cops down. So, I mean, it's not going to work out well because when you know you're going to prison for that kind of time, you it's kind of you have nothing left to lose. I hate to say it that way, but that's, in fact, the, the truth. That's insane. No, it, it, it's ridiculous. But Especially in fucking Texas. That's not something you would think of. Like, when I think about Texas, I'm thinking you get caught murdering somebody, they just shoot you in the head on the way to the jail. That's a whole uh, bunch of victims. Yeah, it is. But 50,000 around the United States? I know I've heard about it coming out of California and stuff with a bunch of people. I didn't realize it was spreading. Freaking wow. 
Well, this next one here that we're going to do. That's your favorite music artist. Well, I actually put a, pulled a clip of uh, one of his... Uh, <laughs> so did he. That's why he's going his, to his, his music videos. Uh, <clears throat> let me uh, pull his picture up here. Uh, hey, I know how to say that parish name. Catahoula. There you go. Finally. Awesome <laughs> anyway, fella I just pulled up right here on the screen. This is uh he's twenty five year old Mississippi rapper. And uh his name is Candy King. <laughs> he well he goes by the name of uh Youngin Gunnin. It's not and youngin he has uh Youngin Gunnin. It's not spelled, huh. I you think, but anyway, he's 25 years old, he's from Mississippi. He has been convicted of second-degree murder and a felon in possession of a firearm in no. Catahoula Parish, Louisiana. The conviction stems from a December 15, 2018, shooting death of John Mitchell, 23, of Clayton. Jordan Johnson of Natchez reportedly shot Mitchell while performing. That is uh, him, the young and gun and dead's real name. Uh, Jordan Johnson. Anyway, he shot the other guy while he was performing at the, a nightclub in Jonesville, Louisiana called the Sugar Shack. S-U-G-A-S-H-A-K. Sugar Shack. Uh... <laughs> Authority said Johnson was a known gang member who went by the stage name Youngin Gunnin. Adams County Sheriff's Office deputies, in conjunction with the Concordia Parish Sheriff's Office deputies and Catahoula Parish Sheriff's Office deputies, later arrested Johnson at his resi- er, at, at his residence in the Holiday Apartments in Natchez after Mitchell was shot at approximately 1 a.m. Uh, Catahoula Parish jury convicted him on December 16th. Uh, Judge Kathy Johnson presided over the case. District Attorney Brad Burgett said Johnson had a had a person filming his performance when Mitchell allegedly bumped into a stage member and the fight began. Because Lord forbid somebody in a crowded area. Especially like a, a club, nightclub? Shit. Lord forbid somebody bump into somebody. I mean, that's just tragic. And a fight began. Mitchell and Johnson broke out. A a fight between Mitchell and Johnson broke out. Johnson reportedly shot Mitchell in the back, because that that takes a lot of bravery, huh? Shoots him in the back. He's youngin' and gunning. With a three eighty pistol he had on him and continued to fire at Mitchell four more times after he landed on the floor. So basically, it sounds like he over, st- stood over him execution style and pumped four extra rounds into him. Anyway, uh, Mr. Gu- Mr. Mr. Gunnan here was previously convicted. He was convicted uh, before when he was 18 years old after he pled guilty to three counts of aggravated assault in retaliation in relation to his part in a 2014 shooting incident. He and three other teenagers were accused of shooting three men who had driven through the Maryland Heights apartment complex. 
Because Lord forbid you drive through an apartment complex. One victim was struck in the arm by a bullet. Another was grazed in the left side of the head. And a third victim was grazed in the leg. Court records show that Johnson was sentenced in March of 2016 for his part in the incident to 10 years in prison. So why was he out? I mean, that's 2026. He probably did like six months. With five years suspended, here we go, and five years post-release supervision on count one. Ten years to run concurrently on count two and ten years with five years formal reporting, meaning he had to report to a parole officer on count three. So basically he got he did zero time. He basically got probation for shooting at three people. Uh, yeah. That's fucking insane. He was released on probation from the Mississippi Department of Correction months before Mitchell was shot to death. So he he just barely been been off of probation when he shot and killed somebody this time. So that's Mister uh, Mister Young and Gunning. He's yeah, I like not, Austin's question down there. When do we start applying the field and stream guide to law enforcement? <laughs> well, fucking. I got I got this part of it here and. You just watch your mouth over there, holes there. Okay. When, when, when I'm playing this part, okay? Well, I don't know if I watch my mouth. I ain't too yeah, good at it. Yeah, just, just. But I'm, I'm going to pause it during this thing because uh, there's parts of this. There's just a little clip out of his music video. I guess it's the only one he did. I don't know. I'm sure he had other songs. This is the only one I saw. This one's on the news article that I read. I got some niggas really kidding. We ain't got time to play. Yeah, cause you killed them. <laughs> when Look, I don't know how much how well the rapper he was, but he's got like a 1980 Chevy pickup truck back there that looks like it's about a rust. Oh, there's a Ford Mustang right there in it. What an 80 something model. Yeah. Listen. I wonder if that's real money he's got in his hand right there. Nope. It's the same money you got sitting in front of you. <laughs> and I'll tell you right now. I, did, did, ah. did, did you see the mobile home in the background? Hold I on, did. Hold on. And this part he's singing is coming up. He talks about having a gun in his pants and being a felon. I'm up now. I'm up now. I'm forever thugging. Still don't give a fuck now. I bet you he's giving a fuck right now that he was thugging since he's. Nah, he'll be bad on bail tomorrow. I don't know, that's straight up murder there. They had to get him on second degree murder. That's like life. It was But see, at the end right there, that's what he was talking about. Let me bring it back up. It's hard to hear it. That's when he, anyway, he pulled it up, his pants up. He's talking about, you know, Carrying illegal weapons, being a felon, and stuff like that. So, personally, I mean, he 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 shot that dude four times after the guy was already on the ground. That's just straight up. He's a bitch. That that's just straight up uh, execution. So, uh, what? I just I just don't get it. I could you imagine second degree murder in Louisiana? Is a mandate is a mandatory life imprisonment. P 
period. There's no ifs and buts about it. He He's going famous saying the n word ninety times in ten seconds. Well, that was just like like twenty seconds of the song. Fuck. So, so, it's like there's the primary word. Yeah, it was. But no, secondary murder in Louisiana's automatic life life imprisonment. So he can be. He's not going to be. He can be youngin, but I don't think he's going to be too much gunning. Thought you said that was Mississippi. That's Louisiana. He li- he was from Mississippi, oh. but he shot and killed a dude and was tried in Louisiana. Oh yeah, in the Sugar Shack. That's right. That's why I knew how to pronounce Catahoula. In the Sugar Shack, but he uh, that was a quick ass trial too. December sixteenth. Yeah, I mean, it just, yeah, I mean, I'm pretty. They said that they had some guy filming everything on there. Wow. Oh, fucks. It's all on film. Yeah, I mean, the, the murder was on film. So, uh, you know, damn well, I'd be like, yep, destroy that bitch. <laughs> I mean, it was on film. So, I mean, you're, you're going to go to jail. So, and he's going for the rest of his life. He's going to be at Angola. Yeah, with the guy that sold a bag of weed and got a life. Poor <laughs> bastard. Oh, Seth. Hey, he should have took the deal. Shouldn't have, I, I just can't believe Shouldn't it, have relied I, on his buddy. There, there's going to be some justice program or something trying to help that dude out. I mean, I, like I said, I didn't agree with it, but I mean, he should have took the deal. And we don't, we don't, we don't know what kind of attitude he had towards that DA and everything else for them to go ahead and habitual offender him. Yeah, but it shouldn't matter what his attitude was. It, it, it's the fucking life for weed, dude. It wasn't, it's legal in he, half the country. He got life for being a three-time felon. But he should have been... Uh, three-time yeah, loser. Three strikes and you're out. You've heard that before. Yeah, we ain't got that shit down here. We got a point system. Yeah, well, we you got, can damn near rob a fucking convenience store with a Mac 9 and, you know, pop some rounds off. As long as you don't actually hit anybody, you'll fucking get probation down here. It's insane. Yeah, so you want to read this? Uh, the next one here is about it's a the short deputy? one. Yes, it's a deputy that got arrested. Yeah, I think I got a. Let me see. Yeah, yes, I do. I got a picture of her. Oh, I'm a butcher. This and, and, and her husband. Uh, there she is. That's her. Calcasau. Calcashu. 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 Calcashu Parish. A Calcashu Parish Sheriff's Office deputy was arrested this morning for aggravated battery and domestic abuse, child endangerment. She has since been fired. CPSO, or yeah, CPSO spokesperson. Kayla Vincent said Deputy Brittany Williams worked in investigations and had been with the department for about 14 years before being terminated. The Lake Charles Police Department made the arrest at 11.30 a.m. Tuesday morning. Hang on while I hit the read more button. Right, yeah, there's it's that. Not much after that. Okay. Fucking. Where the fuck? It says read more and then there's, <laughs> there's no more. Well. She was with the department for like 14 years, 
And right. It says she was an investigation. So, so that she's means a detective. A detective. The fellow you see up there with her, that's her husband. He was also arrested. That is Mr. Terrence Williams. He was 49 years old. And he was arrested on one count of domestic abuse battery, child endangerment, one count of domestic abuse battery strangulation, according to the Lake Charles Police Department. It sounds like to me that they beat the shit out of each other in front of kids. I. That's what it sounded like to me. Somebody called the cop. If one of them didn't, the kids might have. But somebody called the cops. But it sounded like, because they arrested both of them on domestic abuse. So they must have been beating the hell out of each other. No, but here's the thing. Look at the mug shots. Neither one of them's got bruises. They, they didn't get their eyes dotted. So they might have. They said child abuse. Is that child one of the churches? En- child endangerment. Oh, okay, so they might they they maybe throwing shit at each other. I don't know. Yeah, you can't do that shit, especially if you're gonna fight. Grown people gonna argue. If you're gonna do it, don't do it in front of kids, especially nowadays. And these these people at counselors and stuff at schools, you know, they they tell your kid the kids nowadays if you know if your mommy and daddy spanks you, call child protective services. They don't tell the kids that they're gonna put them in foster care where they're gonna get ass raped by some big fat sweaty dude and. All he's gonna get to eat is like stale Oreos or something. So. Yeah, because I tell you what, there is no bigger joke in my state than the Department of Children and Families. It's it's a fucking. So they don't they yeah. don't they don't tell the kids that. What are you talking about, Roy? If you can give us a story, give us details. I always give details. So. Well, I was trying, Roy. The damn thing just kind of stopped on me. <laughs> that's just Roy being Roy. But that's them two up there, two individuals. She lost her 14-year career as a detective because her and her old man want to fight with each other. Don't don't fight. It's, just walk I away. I just don't understand it because it's mutual combat. Like if me and my old lady were throwing chairs at each other and the cops showed up, we'd be like, nothing happened. It must have, I don't know. It must have been bad enough. Must have been bad enough. That's all I gotta say. That's all I got to say about that right there. My my mama my mama always said. Yeah, Roy Roy agrees with you too that Florida OCS sucks ass. Yeah. That's right. Happy New Year. Hope I do hope everyone had a, a, a Merry Merry Christmas and uh Santa didn't spend too much time at Harry's house. Uh, he was over here at mine. <laughs> <laughs> this next story is coming from Police One also. This was a 14-year-old has been charged with the attempted murder after shooting a North Carolina police officer. Tell you, these fucking kids have done lost their minds. In Charlotte, North Carolina, a Charlotte... Mecklenburg police officer has been hospitalized with non-life-threatening wounds after being shot in East Charlotte, according to the the police department there. The suspect is a 14-year-old and is in custody. Officials said he will be charged with robbery, attempted murder of a police officer, and although police said Monday afternoon there was no update on the charges. This incident happened around 7.20 a.m. and... And begin with a call about a vehicle break-in 
near Elm Court, authorities said. Uh, they say where it's at, around some apartment buildings. The suspect fired at the police while he was being chased and hit one officer. Deputy Chief uh, Voorhees said that the officer returned fire but didn't hit the suspect or anyone else. Uh, too bad. Oh, some people. The world. I'm so glad he didn't didn't hit the little. Fuck that kid. He'd be saying, "I didn't do nothing." Yeah, the second officer took the suspect into custody, and a gun was recovered from the dirtbag kid. Police said it was not immediately known what kind of gun was recovered. They know what kind of gun it is. They just ain't telling y'all. The suspect, who has not been identified because of his age, of course, previously pointed the weapon at an unidentified person who may have been the owner of the vehicle involved in the break-in. See, unfortunately, if you come to my house and start breaking in vehicles, when I approach you, I'm already going to be armed with most likely a gun pointing at you. And if you swing around with a gun in your hand, I'm going to, I'm going to share parts of my gun with you being the bullets first. I'm I'm all, I'm I'm about sharing. I will share my bullets with you as they come out the barrel. Sharing is caring, right? I'm not even sure I would give them a heads up. There's enough utility things laying in my front yard that they could have just picked up and had. Yeah, It's a bad day in Charlotte or anywhere when a 14-year-old possesses a gun and tries to kill a police officer. We're fortunate today that wasn't more serious. Well, I'm, thank God the officer didn't get killed. The wounded officer was taken to the hospital, and uh, they haven't released him or his name or yet uh, or an update or his condition anyway that's that they got more stuff that they did uh it's pretty wild over there in charlotte uh so we talked about it before the 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 oxford kid that that went to school and killed people and shot people yep. they arrested him but I'll say it again every damn time. I'm gonna keep reminding everybody. But they arrested his parents. Yep. So we got a 14 year old running around with a gun, breaking into people's shit, trying to steal people's shit, shooting at Lock the them po- fuckers up, shooting at the police. Give them a family unit. Make them all serve time in a six by nine together. So why don't we? Where's the parents? Why don't they arrest the parents? Put the parents in jail. Where'd the kid get the gun? Was it the parents' gun? Was it in the house? They didn't know he took the gun. Kind of sound familiar? You know, we start doing that North Korea shit. That'd be awesome, too. Just be like, you fuck it. He broke the law. Go arrest his cousin, his grandma, his two younger siblings. Uh, Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean. Forced labor camps. We put the Oxford parents in jail. Like I said, if we want to do it, that's fine. But let's do it for everybody. Let's lock mommy and daddy up. Let's lock the parents up. Whoever this kid's living with, let's put go put them in jail too. Accessories, because that's what they name that, that what they charged the Oxford parents with being an accessory. Yeah, accessory to murder and. Uh, well, they need to charge these parents with accessories to burglary, accessories to attempted murder of police officer, and accessories for not paying attention to what and where your fourteen year old was doing. Fair is fair. Very fucking fair. I'm sorry uh, if you find, I feel like I'm rambling, but uh, like I said, I disagreed. I still disagree. I don't care 
what they keep saying over there, I still disagree that these parents are being arrested and charged with it. Uh, are culpable for not, you know, paying more attention, knowing their kid was psychotic or whatever? Maybe so. But everybody, how many people out there as kids, you know, I know you see people all the time, their kid does no wrong, you know. I arrested a kid with weed one time, like four or five of them had, had weed. The mom refused to believe it, and even after I showed her the bag of weed. This was umpteen years ago. You must have planted it. So, Not my child. Yeah, yeah, never her child. So maybe these Oxford people are like that. They're in denial. So, but let's arrest these this fourteen year old's parents too. We got to put everybody in jail. We got to put everybody in jail. Put them in jail. I'm down with it. I just think we need to have family cells like we do for the immigrants. Stick all these fuckers in the same pod. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, I'm gonna get off my soapbox with that shit because I'll just start going off. Uh, you gonna grab this next one? The Phoenix police, police lady. Oh yeah, I sent you the. Uh, in case anybody ain't aware, uh, Epstein's girlfriend was found guilty on five of the six charges. Yeah, like we gonna, we didn't know that was coming. I'm just surprised it was only five of the six. All right. Roy said he was a perfect child growing up. I seriously doubt that. <laughs> anyway, th- th- this is the uh, lady police officer yeah, I got we're him. about to talk about. I did look for a picture of her accomplice, but I wasn't able to locate that. Sorry. Yep. Coronavirus. Phoenix police officer resigns after accused of PPP relief fraud, which is fucking rampant. I think you actually discussed how you got some shit in the mail. Um, But either way, all these there's tons of it happening. Phoenix, a former Phoenix police officer is accused of taking out a false loan during the COVID-19 pandemic and receiving, Jesus, $1,276,500 in government loans for a business they had no employees or payroll. That, by the way, there's going to be a lot of people charged with that happening soon. Party time. Yeah. Federal prosecutors said, according to the federal indictment, former officer Tony Richardson and Willie Mitchell submitted a false application for a paycheck protection program and used the money that for personal expenses, the Arizona Re- Republic uh, reported. They faced federal charges of conspiracy, bank fraud, and transactional money laundering, according to KBHO-TV. The business was called the Lotto Club and was described as a nonprofit for veterans, according to KSAZ. Prosecutors alleged that in addition to using the money for personal use, Richardson and Mitchell transferred the money to personal accounts. But did they help any veterans? Like, because that would make me feel better about maybe Willie. Maybe Willie was a veteran, and he was. It was a nonprofit to help veterans, and they were just. He was Willie helping himself. Yeah. According to the Arizona Corporation Commission of Records. The Lotto Club was incorporated on May 5th, 2015, uh, and Glendale Richardson was listed as 100% owner of the business, online records show. Although the club had no employees or payroll, the indictment alleges that Richardson knowingly submitted false reports declaring 85 employees and an average monthly payroll ledger 
totaling more than $500,000 on the PPP application in February uh, 2021. The Republic reported uh, between March and June 2021, uh, Richardson and Mitchell withdrew more than 15000 on several occasions from the loan account, according to KPHO. Uh, yeah, we could beat this dead horse in the mouth, but yeah. they basically yeah. fucked up. And was it, I, it was a little over a million? Uh, one five. The problem was is so much of this rampant. Uh, they've made arrests locally where I work and stuff on this same type of stuff. People getting like million dollars plus. Well, it doesn't help if the fucking stupid feds are walking around telling people that hey, you need to apply for the fucking PPP. Yeah, well, like with your roof. But they, they wasn't. Uh, yeah, but they wasn't. They're not checking anything. How you doing, Jason? Uh, but they wouldn't. They wouldn't check, and they wouldn't going back. And after they were just giving money out like crazy, now they want to go back and check. Right. So she now, I guarantee you, if they're smart, they need to go back and look at her cases. Because if she's willing to do something like this, they need to tell them what the hell she was doing out on the street. Unfortunately, it's people like that that give cops a bad name right there. Yep. Because if she's willing to do that, she's probably dirty. Yeah, and it, the only bad thing is, like, she's going to a fucking country club. Yep, country clubs of America, man. She's gonna be sitting in a six by twelve cell with a memory foam mattress and a flat screen in the room. <laughs> it's fucking. What well, is next story? I'm gonna read is uh from your home state. This is your people, your people. Florida man. I'm I'm glad you got to see my hands, Roy. I, I know you probably missed him. It's been a week. <laughs> he wasn't here last week. No, he wasn't here last week. He did miss out. Uh, Roy must have been on. Uh, I know he got himself a new phone because he sent me his new number. These that, these might have been your neighbors. I'm not sure. Here, Holstera. They probably <clears throat> shot each other over my security light. Yeah, I saw this story. It made me think about you since you live in Fort Knox over there. Because <laughs> if, if y'all don't know, if y'all ever figure out where Holstero is, don't go around his house. He's got like 600 cameras around there. Heat I have center, 34. Heat, <laughs> yeah. 30, I'm sorry, 34 cameras with heat sensors, motion detectors, laser beams, and uh, killer spiders that will fall out of a tree if you walk underneath it. Well, I don't know about the killer so. spiders, but the rest of the shit's accurate. You come over my fence, it sets an alarm off. And then the German Shepherd's going to grab a hold of your ass before I do. So, yeah, I don't like people. Anyway, this is from Newsweek. Two Florida neighbors are dead following a dispute over security lights. A pair of neighbors in Florida are dead after what appeared to be a murder-suicide on Monday afternoon. Uh, that allegedly grew out of a dispute over security lights. Well, I wonder if anybody's seeing the light now. Did they see the light? Did one of them see the light afterwards? Oh, after oh, this happened? According to the Lake County Sheriff's Office, deputies responded to a call of a, of a reported shooting in Paisley, Florida. That place sounds uh, very... Um, I'll, I'll explain that to you when sounds, you're done. Sounds very rainbowy. Uh, where do you live? I live in Paisley. It's not. It's more rural than where you live. Jeez. So the guy, and they were fighting over security lights. Anyway, at 12.30 p.m., once on the scene, deputies said they found Timothy Patch, 59 years old, dead in his driveway. Uh, 
the neighbor who allegedly shot Patch, which I don't know why he's saying allegedly, uh, Martin Hillbrand, 61 years old, was found dead in his backyard. The shooter himself had made his way into his backyard where he apparently sat down in a lawn chair and blew his damn brains out. Uh, says that's not what the news said, but I'm just, it sounds better than how they put it. Well, the good thing is the officers don't have to worry about taxpayer dollars. Well, nobody has to worry about taxpayer dollars for putting anybody in jail. Anyway, he said the gunshot appeared to be self-inflicted. Uh, the shooter shared his home with his sister who was present during the altercation, but was not harmed. They said, all I knew was I went outside the door. I heard bang, bang, bang three times. Another neighbor, Gary Moron, says, I don't know. <laughs> Moran, sorry. M O R A N, Moran. Uh, <laughs> that's just too close. Anyway, they said the incident might have been related to an ongoing dispute. Patch and Hil- Hildebrand had back in October according to the neighbors, about a security light or a floodlight that reportedly was shining into Hill Hildebrand's bedroom at night. I mean, that could piss me off, too, but you can, you can buy them blackout shades that, or, or curtains that... Or you just um, get the fuck over it, like I told my neighbors. Or, or just, you know, go old school. Just put some tinfoil on your windows. And they did. Anyway, they said, I guess they just think he just had enough, uh... Now they don't have you don't have to worry about any of it because they're both dead over a light. Said they had they hadn't had any criminal complaints filed over there at all, and uh, they were both new to the neighborhood. Each had moved in within the past year. Uh, it's just it was you know I saw the light. I'm not going to keep going into it. I mean we kind of know. Okay. Let me explain this area because my uncle well my great uncle when i was growing up owned 100 acres there this town has one main street going straight through it okay and it has i actually just pulled up the geographical map one two three four five branch streets that's it hmm. and that yeah. one that so i'm looking straight at was my, my uh oh yeah the only way that could have happened is in the trailer park on the south side of the county. Or, the yeah, the town. Hmm. Who knows? It's freaking wild. If we just let you brush over this next one. We're going back to New York, folks. You know, I love talking about New York and Chicago. But they keep giving us shit to talk about. Yeah, anyway, it's like that, a target-rich environment. New York is uh, about to change some of their traffic stop laws or procedures oh here we go new york pd to document all traffic stops per new law whether or not tickets results what whether or not ticket results so you gotta do a report now they got a log or something some way yeah i always fucking hated that i've been a part of an agency and made you do a report on every traffic stop it's fucking stupid uh nypd officers will have to document every traffic stop whether or not they result in tri- tickets or other legal action. To, adom- uh, to accommodate a new city law meant to ensure vehicles aren't pulled over because of their occupant sock race. What, once the ball falls in Times Square, cops will have to fill out a vehicle report 
for every stop and indicate the ethnicity, gender, and age of the driver, says a direct directive sent to police this week. The new rule takes effect New Year's Day. The vehicle report will document information pertaining to all cars stopped, including non-motor vehicles, such as bike, bicycles, irrespective of enforcement action taken by officers in the field, stated the directive. Well, from what I've seen on NYPD, they'll actually let somebody shoot themselves or just walk away. That's probably going to happen a lot more now. Uh, the, the new reporting rule is the police department's way of fulfilling a law passed by the city council in March that requires the NYPD to issue a quarterly report on all vehicle stops. Fuck it's off. Politicians, the report, they, know, they know best. Oh, they do. They do. The report would include the number of summons, summonses issued, arrest made, vehicles seized, related use of force incidents, and vehicles searched, and whether consent was provided. Well, it fucking better be. The law states this information would be desegregated by precinct, race, ethnic, age, of, and age of the driver. Okay, I'm going to stop reading that because I tell you what, me and you can agree on one thing. What the, the race and all this good stuff and mostly religion as well of a certain group of people is going to depend on where the fuck you work. I was state anybody that you you know you know me or anything like that. I was in Tampa in Suitcase City. If there was a white person in that community, they didn't belong there. They were coming to buy drugs. Okay, that's the easiest way to put it. I'm not being racist. Straight up, the only white people there were cops. Um, so yes, I arrested almost always African American people. And it, it, it's just it happens. That was the zone I have. If you're zoned in a upscale, high dollar community, you're going to arrest a predominantly white, some African American, but it's all going to be like blue collar crime. It's not. It, it depends on the area you're in. Right. It, but if you're, you know what I mean. So these officers that work, say in the Bronx, they're going to be like, you only arrest black people. Well, that's all the fuck they see. I got, accused, I got accused a long, long time ago, 15 years ago. The secretary, uh, where we used to turn our tickets into, uh, she made an accusation that it seemed like I only wrote women tickets. I'm like, well, I work day. I, I was on straight days. I worked straight days. And so predominantly the people I pulled over during the daytime was women because most of the men were at work and these were soccer moms. Okay. So all they're going to do now is they're just going to get less traffic stops. If I got to write some kind of fucking report every time I encounter somebody, even just, you know, to give them a warning or something, I'm just going to stop pulling as many people. You're going to have to do something really, really fucked up in front of me. Stupid. For me to stop you, if I got to write a report every fucking time, I stop I you. Uh, Jason, you're right. Just what I'm saying. There's, he says it's n- that's nonsense, and there's going to be a lot less work going on. You're correct. Yeah, and now you're just going to meet your expectations because we're not allowed to have quotas thanks to the feds. But the expectations is, say, 10 traffic stops a week or something. That's all you're fucking getting. Yeah. Patrick Lynch is the president of the Police Benevolent Association for the City Council and said the City Council should focus more on curbing crime. 
He said they passed bill after bill to further anti-police narrative, but did absolutely nothing to help us curb the bloodshed in our neighborhood, he said, which is true. They're just putting more paperwork, more paperwork, more paperwork, trying to prove a bunch of shit. That's, that's, I mean, I've never been to New York. I will never go to New York. I have no reason to go to New York, but... Y'all keep piling the shit on. Y'all don't want y'all y'all figure you can't defund the police. We're just gonna paperwork them out of working. So and you're gonna and, and, and you're exactly gonna end up like doing. we discussed that the police officers just standing there. Oh, the only person you shot was yourself. Carry on. You know, it, cops not gonna give a fuck. Nope. 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 Just asinine. They just they just fucking stupid. And they'll just use that shit to railroad certain cops, too. Like yeah, I said, it's, it it's your zone in which you work. But I'm really surprised that they actually have traffic stops in New York City. I just I thought that it was nonstop fucking gridlock. And taxis or something. I don't know. Like I said, I've never been there. Don't plan on going. I have no need to go. Nope. Don't want I to can go. make my own Statue of Liberties. Thank you. Anyway, everybody should have heard about the uh, that mass deadly shooting they've had in uh, Colorado recently in the last few days in Lakewood, Colorado. Uh, anyway, they had a gunman that opened fire and for some reason he, he targeted a whole bunch of tattoo parlors and shit. I don't this dude got a bad tattoo or has something against tattoos. I guess we'll never know. Anyway, he opened fire inside of a Broadway tattoo parlor on Monday night uh, and then he zigzagged through Denver and Lake Lakewood uh shooting people in a rampage and it ended up with him getting killed shot in uh by a police officer it was a female police officer who actually shot and killed this dude after she had taken a round underneath her vest with a oh, fuck so she was wounded she was wounded and uh she still returned fire she kept pulled fighting. her weapon out and she kept fighting and killed this piece of shit motherfucker after he he killed several people uh some guy named i'm not gonna say his name fucking but he was 47 years old uh from stuff i've watched and stuff that nobody knows motive they say he they believe he was connected maybe somehow to some of the victims but they're not real sure or why but he killed several several people and like i said th this lady officer is in hospital i think she's in stable condition i think that she's they said they she's gonna have to go through several more surgeries because she was shot in the abdomen but uh even after being wounded as bad as she was she still took this motherfucker out true warrior not like the one that we saw not long ago that got her leg run over by the car and got broke and uh just kind of like Instead of pulling her gun out and shooting the guy that just ran over her, which it would have been a justifiable shoot. It's New York, man. She didn't want to she, do it for a report. She boo-hooed and screamed like a banshee outside the road. Yeah, you're right. She's a warrior. Uh, so everybody keep her definitely in your prayers if you're praying people. And uh, But, yeah, she, she's definitely uh, – she she is a warrior. You're correct. I just wanted the, to put uh, that one out there. And the – you kind of go from a, a story like that to, uh, I don't know if you heard, the officer that was ambushed last week, she uh, she didn't make it. Yes, we, I mean, you had talked about that also. Yeah, she did not. She was, uh, 
That was in, was that in Chicago or New York? It's one of them. It was one of the big cities. I don't remember which one, but she, she had four kids. Uh, she was ambushed by sitting in her car and two piece of shit motherfuckers came and shot her basically for no reason. They haven't put out a motive that I've heard yet. Anyway, it's because of the media, that's the fucking reason. But, uh, this next one here, I know we're getting long, but got, a few, got a few more left. Uh, this next one's out of Pittsburgh, which we don't get in Pittsburgh too much, but oh. this one's out in Pittsburgh. You want me to do it? You can. Pittsburgh City Council passes bill to ban traffic stops for secondary violations. Out fucking standing. Uh, the bill would prohibit police officers from making stops for things such as a broken tail light out, uh, the location of a registration, er, registration plate, or an out-of-date inspection certification. Well, there goes your uh, drug-busting DUIs. Um, Pittsburgh, hoping to cut down on traffic stops that advocates say, advocates say heighten the risk for negative interaction between police officers and citizens. Pittsburgh City Council voted on Tuesday to prohibit officers from pulling over drivers for secondary violations. Where do these cities get to override the fucking state law? That In an eight-to-one vote, just minutes after numerous members of the public and advocates asking for more input from the legislation, the city nine members council opted to move forward with the limit on secondary violation enforcement, which would make it so drivers can no longer be stopped for things such as broken taillights, the location of a registration plate, or an out-of-date inspection certification. So if you're a resident of that city, don't renew your fucking license plates. It, it don't don't do the certifications. No, nope, don't worry about it because I can't stop you. Nope. Basically, it, the only reason they can stop you, I guess, if you're speeding yep. or run a red light or stop sign, I guess, because that's basically the only other thing. I mean, right? Failure like, fail to signal, maybe not using your blinker or something. I, I'm not sure, but I mean, you know, how many people I pull, I you know, I pull them over for. I mean, having an expired license plate or not having a license plate and stuff like that. So. Yeah, it sounds like Pittsburgh. It people of color, but how 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 does that affect people of color? Well, here they only have one little paragraph left. The text of the bill notes that other municipalities have begun changing their enforcement policies to ensure that policing resources are used to protect public safety and not to penalize people for being poor, who in all too many cases are people of color. Well, I hate to tell you, I grew up fucking dirt floor poor. So, so, so they're basically just saying that I'm white. Most black people are poor or something. Which, I, they always do that shit and they pander <laughs> and they the, say it's it's, like, the, it's the biggest it's, it's the biggest bullshit I've ever heard. That uh, right there, that exact comment from the city council is exact racist. Yeah, I'm gonna okay? say that that's racist, right? Right, what they're saying. It's like uh, these politicians coming out and going, "Black people aren't smart enough to go get an ID to vote." <laughs> He's like, are you fucking kidding me? That is the most racist shit I've ever heard. Yeah. You do realize we're all equals, right? Like, we, you get a mandatory, what, 12 years of education in the United States minimum. Um, and even if you dropped out in the fifth grade, you could still go get a fucking ID. Um, Not according to the sniffer in chief. Well, since we're on traffic here, <laughs> this one just rolls right, right along with this one. <laughs> Anyway, this where, where is this from? Anyway, I don't even know where I downloaded this story from. But anyway, 
This is a, a story. It says a report of a decline in traffic tickets means less funding for Louisiana public defenders. Of course, good thing in uh, these other places, huh? Half of Louisiana's 42 public defenders, I bet you a lot of people didn't know this, uh, 42 public defenders offices spent more money than they took in during the last fiscal year, according to the new report from Louisiana Legislative Auditor. COVID-19 and weather disasters were blamed for the deficit spending because they diminished the amount of traffic tickets administered by local authorities, a main source of public defender funding. How many people out there did not know that, well, in Louisiana anyway, that the majority of the budget that goes, that goes in to defending people comes out of traffic fines? That's why I don't know Florida in here. A public defender cannot uh, represent you on a traffic ticket out here. They, they only do criminal offenses. Yeah, that's so, the same here. And then, So the way it works here is if it's a misdemeanor, because our our sheriff actually got in some deep shit for a brief statement he made because he's a fucking moron. Um, so if you have misdemeanors, it's the local municipality, like our sheriff's office and our PDs, that pay for that. Um, now, if it's a federal crime, then the feds have to pay for a uh, public defender. Anyway, tra- traffic tickets represent the bulk of conviction and user fees the report said, which go directly to the public defender's office on a monthly basis in the judicial districts where the so-called revenues were generated. Such revenues have declined every year since 2009, the report said, forcing state taxpayers to make up the difference. Taxpayers wanting to go out and write more tickets, I guess. Our experience tells us that traffic filings decline and don't bounce back up state public defender Remy Starn said in a statement, including in the audit report, the singular event of the first COVID-19 outbreak in the spring of 2020 devastated collection. Yes, it did. I'm going to tell you, when COVID first started, uh, I didn't write one ticket. I was told. I was, I was ordered to not make any traffic stops unless it was utterly necessary. Like, if I saw somebody doing a guess maybe doing 100 or something miles an hour yeah i'm gonna stop them but but just for me to go out and just work traffic like i usually do just don't don't do it they wanted us to have the less amount of uh interaction with people that than we had to so yeah, that was across the board so i i mean i mean for, i mean it was good three four five months or something i i, I issued zero tickets whatsoever after failed efforts to improve local funding through increasing the court cost per ticket, th- this is the reason ticket fines have went up and go up because of this. And it's act y'all blame us. It's not us. It's actually the public defenders and the judges and stuff like that that set the fines. We do not. Anyway, I just thought it was uh, interesting. I threw it out there that uh, here it is. Of all public defender revenues during the period totaled. $56 million, auditors said, while statewide combined expenses totaled $55 million. Calcasieu, uh, 449000 Bozier and Webster's, 269000 Vernon Parish, 217000 That's negative. That, that's 
money they lost from traffic tickets not being written in those parishes going to the public defender's office. That's yeah, a lot. So of, good that's luck a lot to of these cities. I mean, Calcasieu right there. That's right half a million dollars. Half a million dollars. Um, so uh, I just like some like New York and stuff. They're not wanting <laughs> these other places trying to get people to stop writing tickets. And basically down here they're complaining, saying that we're not writing enough, I guess anymore. So. Yep. I just thought that one was really, really interesting right there. And you it might be the pace ice man. Might be a little little uh tidbit of news people did not know that traffic fines go to pay to help defend the bad guys. Bad guys. So And nah. the rest of politicians' pocket. Nah, you know. <laughs> nah, nah, you know. This uh this next one here is an update. I didn't send you this one. If I most of y'all do, y'all listen to the podcast. Y'all know that that New Orleans, Orleans Parish, has a new there is a new sheriff in town. No uh, first female <laughs> first female uh, elected uh, sheriff there, and she is also uh, black. They making a big deal out of that, but this is uh I watched this interview thing she did recently since she has been elected. And I was like, Dude, is she really saying that? So I got it on here, so we'll, we'll listen to it. And uh, this is first time Holster is going to be hearing this also. So. New Orleans voters made history this month by electing its first female sheriff, making her the first black woman to ever hold the post in the state. Here's BNC's Jamise Price with her exclusive sit down with the new sheriff. Sheriff-elect Susan Hudson says it was George Floyd's death and the effort. Well, of course it was because St. Floyd, you know, he, he was such a, uh, an inspiration for so many people. Yeah, they went out and robbed a bunch of people her into this role. In this leadership position, she promises accountability, transparency, and systemic change. What I did in this community for 11 years, I did. I just got to say, I, I hate that word. They, they have so overused systemic, systemic, systemic. I'm so tired of it for you. Susan Hudson spent the last 11 years as the independent police monitor for the New Orleans Police Department. Now she I also remember this woman has never worn a badge in her life. She has never been a law enforcement person. She was an auditor. She's never been in any type of law enforcement capacity whatsoever. She's preparing for her new role as sheriff of Orleans Parish. Hudson's main responsibility as sheriff is overseeing the Orleans Parish jail. Hudson says reform will start inside the walls of the jail with both inmates and deputies. The jail is not safe. It's not a safe space. We've got to make it a safe space. We got bitches jail. <laughs> I, wait. I listen to that. I'm like, like, hold on. Did she say that we need to make the jail a, a, a safe space? Really? The, the jail's not safe. Uh, the, the jail's not safe. This is the jail needs to be a uh safe space for for everyone especially the the poor criminals <laughs> she, she, dear lord she, she said it jail's not safe to know why people act out she wants to know why people act out why why let me rewind with us and i'll stop stopping so much this is why they they shouldn't allow people to be fucking hold positions of power like in law enforcement without 
ever holding power before. Or being in, in law enforcement, period. Right. You should have to be a certified law enforcement officer in order to hold the office in charge of a bunch of law enforcement officers. It gets better. Oh, it's, safe. Bad. it's not a safe space. We've got to make it a safe space. We've got to know why people act out. Um, we have to use uh, less violence from those who work there, de-escalate, treat people, and help people. Hudson ran. Everybody's getting fired. Less violent, and we got to treat people and help people. Yeah. I got an idea. I'm, I'm sorry. Don't go to fucking well, jail. When, 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 when he threw that cup of piss on you, he really didn't mean it. Yeah. <laughs> We're in our safe jail safe space. As a progressive with promises to end excessive use of force from officers. There's the bigger picture, which is the culture change. You have a department that has been, for the last eight years, not doing well. Uh, it was bought under federal control. They've been advised that they weren't constitutionally giving people care. They weren't constitutionally using force against those in jail. So we know that we have to change. Constitutionally using force against people i'm kind of confused by that as well god don't make any sense whatsoever that means use the second amendment against inmates Complow. <laughs> the way we what? did business as a whole uh and so the culture change is a huge part of it and getting empowering those who work there to understand why we need to do better she also wants to make sure inmates get the help and resources they need to cut down on inmates being released then being sent back to jail <laughs> called recidivism uh how you say that word recidivism yeah uh it's gonna happen so what you gonna do why don't you just i know i know miss new sheriff why don't you when they get out you just bring them home with you let them have some sleepovers for a while you can help them get back on their feet they're criminal they're gonna go out and do criminal shit that's what they do we're not gonna hold people in solitary confinement oh yeah she she's gonna not use solitary confinement Good luck with that shit, because those fuckers deserve it when they get it. Not, I mean, not everybody, but some people, like the piss people. Well, you're basically, about. so basically, if you do something bad in jail and break the rules, there's not going to be no consequences there either. To yeah. jail, we're not going to hold people in solitary confinement. Uh, that that sensory deprivation is mentally and physically damaging to them, and then we're going to expect them to go back out on the street and be normal. They're not. And so everything that we're going to be doing is towards making people better. Um, that's about my faith, but that's also about me as a taxpayer wanting my tax dollars to go to something better for people. Um, we know that people will tax do better when they're given a shot, when they're given an I want to know why, why she got a gavel up there like she's some judge or some shit. She is now the judge. Of, well, I mean, she's, she's a, a sheriff is not a judge. It's too no, uh, but I mean, she has a, a fucking joke of a parish as far as it goes. She's the she's well, in charge of well, a jail. Yeah, but well, most sheriffs, most all the other sheriffs in Louisiana, it's in a law enforcement capacity in Orleans Parish. The sheriff's office they don't patrol, they don't go out and make arrests, they don't do nothing. Basically, they they're a bunch of jailers. So I don't, I don't know. Yeah, because I, the I, entire parish is inside the city. I've been sitting here trying to figure out how many officers work for that department but i would venture to say there's going to be a stack of badges on the desk oh, I, I can guarantee you there there's gonna be a lot of openings over there a yeah. lot of i mean i I, think, I tell you what i could i couldn't work for 
why well, couldn't I, I have nothing wrong with working for her or working for a woman or anything like no, that? No, then, I said working for a woman or anything. I don't have a problem with. No, I could not no, work for that lady. Because, no, because you're straight up like <laughs> you're going to get shanked, and they're going to be like, no. He's having a bad day. Yeah, yeah. They're getting rid of solitary confinement. They're rid of, basically, she, we need to help. I mean, she's acting like this is a fucking. They're empowering like, inmates. Like it's a daycare or, or a fucking hospital or something. It's a jail. People in there are in there because they, they broke laws. Yep. Opportunity. Um, and so that's what we're going to do. The newly elected sheriff is making history as the first black woman elected as sheriff. In they keep saying that, too. OK, we, we and, got it. We got it. And they're going to say every officer that quits is a racist. Oh, yeah. I guarantee yeah. It's you. not going to be because she's making it more dangerous. Because she's the first black sheriff. But, but they, No, it's because she's going to make it that jail extremely dangerous. It's a responsibility, not loss on Hudson. And one pastor in particular particular pastor mike raymond said to some little girls in the church you know this is the first black woman to be sheriff in the entire state uh, but she's opening this door for you who's not from louisiana originally so either. She won't be the last. she's right. a california that's when it really she's from, a lot of money and funding from because um, you know i was that little oh, girl soros and all of them uh, and didn't dream she got soros money so to open you can this bet on that for other generations to come through. It's hitting me. It's hitting a lot me of progressive uh, organizations pay campaign funds. It's under a federal consent decree that was put into place back in 2013. The sheriff elect says she hopes to bring the department into compliance within months of taking office at the Orleans Parish Sheriff. <sighs> well, we'll I guarantee y'all we're going to be getting a whole lot of stories a whole lot of stories out of there because for one thing i guarantee they're gonna have they're gonna, they're gonna have a massive if they don't i'll be shocked they're gonna have a massive uh walkout uh employment shortage and uh the people that this woman will probably hire are probably not be qualified to fucking tie their shoes and she's gonna put them in there and the jail's gonna get bloody it's gonna get full of dope and everything else is going to be a large fucking joke. Yeah, because uh, what what is your average income for uh, a CEO? <sighs> Shit, I don't know. Thirty, forty thousand. Probably thirty. They probably start thirty, thirty-five. Probably thirty-five. I'm guessing. Fuck you, dude. That ain't that ain't worth the risk. No, not. I mean, she's taking away. Like I said, solitary confinement. You, you lock people there because. Uh, Usually they can't be around other inmates or they're so violent or they keep breaking the rules or they're throwing shit and piss on people. I mean, if you've never been inside a, a jail, uh, not a prison, I'm talking about a jail. Prisons are where you go after you're convicted. Jails is, you know. That's county. Local, yeah. So it's like, <laughs> it, it, you know, it's not a fun place. It can get rough in there. It's, it's It can, you know. For the most part, it's not that bad, but it can be. It can get rough really bad in there really fast. And uh, it, this woman here, they, like I said, they they elected her. She's not. She's not even originally from Louisiana. She's only been here down here for like eleven years because of that auditing shit with with that. And she, I think she's originally from. Uh, I think I've read it in another one. She's from California and some all these other big, you know, woke places. And y'all just elected her. That's a that's a George Soros person they just put in right there, you uh, know. 
it's gonna be interesting. She she's getting about to fuck some shit up. I'm sorry, but that's just what she's gonna do. So it's that time. That was our last story. I hope everyone enjoyed it. The ones that stuck around and listened, and uh, you know, I appreciate y'all. Absolutely. Uh, Thank y'all for stopping in. I know I didn't put my little one out Sunday. I've been off uh, for a while, so. But we did put out like thirty in the past two days. If you go, if you go check out the uh, the Freedom Liberty Freedom Whiskey podcast, especially on uh, YouTube, we put out a whole bunch of shorts videos on there. Also, like ten to fifteen minute long videos, and it's also on the audio if you just listen on podcast stuff too. Uh, Thanks, Rendy. Other than that, I hope everybody stays safe. Uh, don't blow your fingers off with any fireworks. Uh, be careful with that. Yeah, it's uh, all alcohol, buddy. Woo, whiskey. <laughs> uh, I think we might be having a, a little get-together over here with some people. And uh, I think most of them are uh, BAMS people. I don't have many people that are close anyway. Yeah. If so, you live down the road, well, I'd probably be there every fucking day, but, you know. But everybody stay safe. Uh, I'm going to try to put something out this coming up weekend. If it's just some of my thoughts like I've been doing recently. Uh, like I said, like and subscribe. If you're watching video stuff, hit the bells. If you're on audio and you're on Apple, write a review. Give me five star. Uh, I just got some new stickers in and uh, some more refrigerator magnets. So if right, anybody wants some of them. Stickers? No, it's not bumper stickers. Oh. <laughs> them damn bumper stickers. Uh just you gotta email me, uh, or email me your address, and I will send them out to you. Uh, don't cost you nothing. It's on it's on me with the the stickers and magnets. So uh, just let me know. Anyway, everybody stay safe. Watch your back. Watch your partners back, and uh, talk to y'all shortly. Happy New Year's, y'all. This is the Motor Cop Chronicles podcast with the midweek news. That that would be again. That would be the wrong one. (laughs) I don't have exit music. I forgot. This is how legends are made, y'all. That was on the other one. Anyway, (laughs) I'll see y'all later.